Now for today's quick shot of Sips, Suds, and Smokes. Hello and welcome to this quick shot episode where everything good in life is worth discussing. I'm your host, Made Man Bob, and joining me in the episode are Made Man Maury. Hi, Bob. Thanks for being here. Made Man Brent. I feel like Frosty the Snowman. Happy birthday! And good old boy, Justin. Good morning, Bob. And today we are going to be discussing some of the recent limited release whiskeys. Uh, we've got from Brown Foreman, the 2018 Old Forester Birthday Bourbon, and the 2018 release of King of Kentucky. And from A. Smith Bowman, we have the Abraham Bowman Sweet 16. And this episode of Sip, Suds, and Smokes is sponsored in part by the Fort Lauderdale Whiskey Society. To find out more about the society and their events, visit ftlws.com. So why don't we have Brent give us a little background about the Old Forester birthday bourbon. Thanks, Bob. The Old Forester brand was the creation of George Gavin Brown, one of the founders of what is now known as the Brown Foreman Corporation. Mr. Brown was looking to create a brand new, a new brand and trying to find a way to make his product stand out. With the advances in the mass production of glass containers happening at the time, he decided to make Old Forester the first bourbon to be sold exclusively in the sealed glass bottles as a way to guarantee quality and prevent the product from being tampered with. That way, the consumer who bought Old Forester knew what they were buying was safe and the genuine article. The Old Forester Birthday Bourbon is an annual limited edition product created to mark the birthday George Garvin Brown and is officially released on his birthday September 2nd. A total of 120 barrels distilled on June 9, 2006, were marked for this year's birthday bourbon release. They were drawn from two locations. 93 barrels matured together on the third floor on the northwest side of Warehouse J. The remaining 27 barrels matured together on the third floor, northwest side of Warehouse I. The Angels opted for a hearty share of the 2018 birthday bourbon. The total yield was just 39%, and five barrels were found to be totally empty. Yeah, that kind of, to be totally empty, kind of uh, surprised me when I heard about that. Yeah, it, it, it happens. But, yeah. You know, when we did that that Four Roses pick uh, for the Bourbon Mafia. Yeah, considering these are just, you know, 12 years yeah, old. It was 42 bottles in the whole barrel, and that was, what, nine years, I think? Yeah. Yeah, so. Yeah, so. Yeah. Totally empty. Pretty yeah. surprising. <laughs> yeah. you gotta wonder who was using the whiskey the, thief. The angels robbed some there yeah, for sure. Somebody with a you know, somebody with a drill and you know a whiskey yeah. dog down their pants. There to be a bunghole investigation in this one. <laughs> uh, don't go there, Beavis. <laughs> yeah. This release is fifty point five percent ABV, the highest ABV to date for any release of this product. And this is the first birthday bourbon release to be bottled at the new Old Forester Distilling Company in Louisville Historic Whiskey Row. Now, the color of this is a nice mahogany color. And uh, on, the, on the nose, first thing you notice right off the, right off the top was I noticed the, uh, the bananas. And I got a little bit of caramel, um, some, some oak, some honey, definitely a sweetness to it. I think that comes from the bananas. I wanted to say like a banana chip, you know, it was... The, on the palate, this gave me a full mouthfeel. There's like a little pepper up front of the palate, and then That's a creaminess. You know, that, that coats your whole mouth. I got the caramel. It's going downhill. Yeah, oh, chocolate, yeah. honey, <laughs> pepper, spice. Um, it was just a um, just a beautiful. I the wrong week to drink. Yeah, yeah, just a beautiful feel in your mouth, and then then you got to the finish, and it just it just 
kept going. It just did not want to quit. It's a, it's a great bourbon. I really enjoyed this. This is a beautiful, beautiful bourbon. What do you think, Maury? Well, after that, it's hard to hard to add much to it. But I, <laughs> I agree with Brent. I thought it was fabulous. Well, I love thank the, you very much. Okay, moving on then. I love the beautiful <laughs> mahogany color. And uh, I, what I find about this bourbon is that it's just got layers upon layers of flavor. And the more you drink it and the more you come back to it, the more different layers you find. Um, from the burnt caramel to uh, little notes of dark chocolate, a uh, little bit of cherry cobbler and baking spice. It's just, I agree, Brent. It's got a fabulous mouthfeel. It's, uh, it's interesting that it's different every year, but they're always, it's always a wonderful surprise and, uh, always really is a fantastic release. The biggest challenge or negative or drawback would be is, uh, if you can actually find a bottle because it's gotten uh, harder and harder to find retail. Once upon a time, it was pretty easy. It was on the shelf everywhere. And now that, uh, everybody's jumped on the bandwagon, unfortunately, birthday bourbon has become much, much, harder to come by that was one of the nice things about birthday bourbon is it was one that gem. every year you could always find that one you know yeah it was a hidden gem yeah yeah and it usually you, came out before most of the fall releases yeah it came out before everybody else and it it you know people the, the the crazy collectors didn't go in and scoop up every single bottle so it was one i could i always knew yeah i can always i can always get a birthday you know that that that, that i know i'm good i'm set but uh Unfortunately, this is the way of the world, boys. <laughs> what do you think, Justin? Well, that's true. You can only count on death and taxes anymore. Can't count on finding the bottle of bourbon. I don't know. I can probably just count on taxes at this point. So. <laughs> so the nose in this one was so inviting. I couldn't wait to get into it. And once I did, I found bananas, raisins, marzipan on the front, cocoa nibs on the mid palate, and it had a great body. A long, spicy finish. This was definitely one of the better releases of uh, Birthday Bourbon. I agree. It had a really fantastic and long finish. Yeah. It'd be nice to take this one and and compare it with some of the previous years that we've got. Yeah, it'd be fun to do them side by side. Yeah. Um, Yeah. It's... You know, it's always, it's, you know, every year you think it's really nice, you know, and you have to go back and compare it and see how nice. And then all, then the, all of a sudden your bottle's gone. You're like, what happened? You know, Why the didn't really I get scary one? thing is, is between the guys at this table, we could probably go back about, you know, to day one. <laughs> uh, yeah, this one, I, I really, I really dug this one. It was, I, I think last year. I, I liked last year. There were some folks that, that were not so hot on it. I thought it was a pretty good release, but this is definitely better than last year's. I, I'm really, really liking this one a lot. It's, uh, oh, man. the Yeah, you, you get that banana on the front, and then you get the caramel, and you get dark, dark chocolate. Um, I get some honey notes on the nose and a lot of charred oak. And then on the palate, it's just burnt caramel, dark cocoa, dark chocolate, um, the mouthfeel on it again, like everyone said, it's 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 very rich. It's very mouth coating. It's very creamy, um, and a little bit of spice on the back. And it's got it's 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 a very it's a long finish, but it's a very subtle finish. Um, yeah, this one was this one was really well done. I'm 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 really liking this year's a lot. So. Yeah. The other thing about this is the bottle is unmistakable in shape. Mm. There's no nothing else that even remarkably, you know, even comes close to it. 
Yeah. You know, for the shape. It's not not it's the, the J Lo bottles. Yeah, not yeah. the easiest bottle to put to put on a shelf. <laughs> well, you know, they, they they bottled it at the new facility downtown, so that tells you they've got a pretty good line because this thing is not exactly a standard size bottle. So if they right. were able to turn around and bottle it there, they've got some pretty good equipment. They bottled it downtown, huh? Yeah. 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 Wow. Exclusively that's, down there. That's not a yeah, that's not a, a show distillery. They're they're actually they're they're doing work there. So wow. I mean, yeah, it's 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 a pretty cool place. Whiskey Rose really coming up. You know, here's the thing: if, uh, we've all been to Kentucky how many times? And if you remember 10, 15 years ago, going downtown, Whiskey Row was well, not Whiskey Row. You know, it was it was banks and some office buildings, and you know. In the arena, and that was about it. I mean, Bar and, yeah, yeah no. there. I mean, there was no, no notice, nothing, nothing there that you went. Yeah, this was Whiskey Row, and and it's in in a very few short years, it's done a complete one eighty. And I mean, from from east to west, that thing is just it's just activity, activity. The whole place is really going crazy. So. And uh, you know, old Forester's there with several others, and they're you know they're sort of leading the pack. So you know, bravo to them. Well, our sips rating for the Old Forester birthday bourbon is going to be, as soon as I can get to the sound effects, is going to be four sips. That's classified. All right, so we're going to be talking about our next whiskey on this one, and we've got Justin going to give us a little bit of information. Thank you, Bob. The next whiskey is called the New King of Kentucky. The original King of Kentucky brand was created in 1881 in honor of Kentucky's horse racing heritage, the sport of kings. Brown Foreman acquired the brand in 1936 and produced whiskey under the King of Kentucky name until discontinuing the brand in 1968. The brand remained dormant until recently, when Brown Foreman decided to resurrect the label for a new premium annual limited release bourbon. There were only 960 bottles released this year, and it was only available in Kentucky. And we'll be back. So we were talking about the King of Kentucky brand. This release is 14 years old and 62.5% alcohol by volume, 120 proof for those proof hounds out there with a mash bill of 72% corn, 18% rye, and 10% malted barley. The individual barrels in this batch ranged between 62.5%, 125 proof, and 67.5%, 135 proof, and the alcohol by volume and the average barrel yield was 30%. The color on this one was uh, a moderate mahogany. I found that um, it had raisins and plums on the palate after a beautiful nose. The legs on this one were like Bridget Nielsen in her prime. They lasted forever. Scary as hell. <laughs> Sweet caramel and vanilla almonds uh, permeated this and... Uh, it was a magnificent, long, rising finish. You'd have the finish. It would start out spicy, and it would just increase in volume crescendo before fading off. It was a fantastic spirit. Maury, what did you think? Well, I agree, Justin. I think it's a beautiful color. I've got, I love the nose. 
I could just, uh, you know, sit here and enjoy the nose for quite a long time. There's a lot of baking spice, cinnamon, uh, get a little bit of leather, not as much tropical fruit as perhaps some of the other expressions we've had, but nonetheless, just, just a beautiful nose palate, uh, very luscious mouth feeling, very nice viscosity. Um, it definitely has some dark chocolate and, uh, uh, caramel and a little bit of burnt sugar and brown sugar. I got a hint of vanilla and coconut. Um, just a fabulous whiskey. I would agree with you. It's got a long finish, uh, just beautifully made. And uh, I hope this is uh, a, an indication of what's to come because uh, this, with their first release, is really, they've, they've really knocked it out of the park. I thought they did a fabulous job. And uh, honestly, um, the only thing really that comes close uh, from, from Brown Foreman in terms of performance would be the, the, the annual birthday bourbon. So this will be an interesting, uh, give that a run for its money with regard to uh, another limited release, high-end, beautifully made, uh, limited whiskey. I only hope we can find it. My, the biggest tragedy of this one is only a very hand, small handful of bottles were produced. I think it was 900 bottles total. And it never yeah, left Kentucky. 960 in Kentucky. Yeah, so. never left Kentucky. So sad for us and uh, other states. Yeah, for me, the uh, the nose on this one, you know, I got all the same kind of notes. A uh, lot, of, lot of spice on it. Um, a little bit of a uh, little bit of fruit, but the palate on this one to me was a whole lot different than the birthday bourbon, where the where the birthday bourbon had a, like a creaminess to it. This one really kind of just like hits you, you know. And I thought the I thought the the spice really came at you, uh, you know, a lot a lot higher than you know than the other than the other than the birthday bourbon but it was you know you still had the you know the caramel the cinnamon but a lot of spice to it and the finish definitely lasted a long time with this i agree well, i'd agree with you on the spice but this yeah. is a much higher proof uh the other one was you know down around 100 proof right right and people are literally knocking down the door to try and get some of this king well the 125 right. to 135 yeah so yeah. it's uh, that's the reason why so yeah, but this is uh, you know it's a much higher proof. It's it's that's one of the reasons uh, I think all of us are in love with it. You know we we are admittedly proof hounds, and this one doesn't disappoint. Yeah, but this one's more than just proof. You know this one's right. Oh yeah, body right. This delivers, but the wow. proof just helps amp it up. And a drop of water makes hold it on, a lot hold spicier. Hold on, let me take a taste here. Oh yeah, yeah. This one's. They knocked it out of the park with this one. It's just that on the palate, it's that burnt caramel and the dark chocolate and the oak. And and it's just like a brick right in your face. I mean, it just this this is whereas the birthday is a lot more subtle. This one is definitely, you know, more of the shovel right to the back of your head. Um, I just wish they'd sent a larger sample. <laughs> yes, it was a very small sample. Yeah, they, yeah. I understand. Like a, I mean, thank you, you thank know, you right, so much thank, for right, the sample. Exactly, but you know, boy, I sure could a little have, bit bigger thimble next time. Yeah, sure could have, sure could have done with a you know a quart of this. So uh, we're going to be giving this one five sips. Oh my goodness! Yes, 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 yes. All right, so we're going on to our last expression today, which is from the A. Smith Bowman Distillery, the Abraham Bowman Sweet 16. This is the 17th release in the Bowman line, which was named after Abraham Bowman, who was the commander of the 8th Virginia Regiment in the American Revolutionary War. For this expression, they took new mate whiskey and barreled it at four different entry proofs, 90, 105, 114, and 125 proof. 
And then the bourbon was last age. It was last age for 16 years in new charred American oak barrels before being married together to make this release. The final bottling proof of this was 58% ABV. Um, it's got a beautiful color on it. All three of these have an amazing color. This is almost like a, a dark bronze. Um, on the nose, this one, it, the minute you smell it, sweetness. Uh, there's there's a floral character to it. There's almost a almost like a honeysuckle sweetness to this that just goes right up into the top of your head. And on the palate, it's... Hold on. Hmm. It's like eating pancakes. It's like That's eating the I best pancakes of your life. It's it's maple syrup all day long. If you don't like a sweet bourbon, that it might put you off a little bit with the sweetness, but I am totally rocking on this today. Uh, maple syrup, vanilla, molasses, uh, and baking spice on it. And again, it's it's got a really great finish to it. Um, I've been, I'm a big fan of the stuff that they've been doing at Bowman for a long time, and especially the Abraham Bowman releases. They've, they've had quite a few of them over the years that I've got to try, and I haven't had one yet that I've been uh, disappointed in. And, and this one is probably one of the best I think I've had. Um, yeah, it's just it's it's like Vermont maple syrup in a glass with alcohol. What do you think? Yeah. Oh yeah, I like that. Uh, the the maple syrup, um, you really get that in the nose too. You get that maple sweetness and the, a little bit of vanilla and cherry on the nose, and that the first thing you taste is that that sweetness. It comes through right right away. Yeah, good mouthfeel, and then and then it hits you with that with the baking spices and the pepper and the clove, and then it just coats your coats the back of your throat and really en- makes it really enjoyable. I mean, this one's got a it's the sweetness, but then it fires off with a little bit of pepperiness at the end yeah it makes it real yeah, enjoyable got that little bit of baking spice it just pops up in the back of the palate at the right yeah i agree i agree with everything you said friend i think this one though with that pepperiness at the end actually is a little harder hitting than the birthday bourbon for sure and in some respects has a little more spice and pepper than um even the uh, King of Kentucky. I thought this one ha- had a surprising amount of spice on the back end. Mm, right. And really, right. yeah, it's, it, there's none on the front. Right. None, none right. whatsoever. No, the it's, front is sweet. It's right. sweet and maple and maple and vanilla. Caramel yeah. and, and no hint whatsoever yeah. of spice until you swallow. And maple then maple syrup and pancakes on the front yeah. all day long. Yeah. And the back and end. And like peppered bacon on the back, the back end. end. It's breakfast is, in is a glass. It's hotter. So. And, and seemed even hotter than the higher proofed King of Kentucky. Yeah, what'd you think, Justin? I love the velvety nose on this thing. I got acorns and licorice, vanilla, caramel in the middle. It was a nice finish, medium length, and I got some nice burnt brown sugar on the end. If Las Vegas did $200 pancakes, they should pour this on them, and it would be a hit. All right. I love it. And with that, we're going to give this one... Four sips. Well, that's all the time we have today for this quick shot episode. Uh, we've been discussing these products from Brown Foreman and A. Smith Bowman. Pretty good day, boys, I think. Uh, we hope you enjoyed day. this episode. We remind you, you can catch more of our episodes online and on Terrestrial Radio, including our regular weekly show that comes out every Friday. So thanks for listening. For Sip, Suds, and Smokes, this is Made Band Bob reminding you, reminding you that life is too short to drink bad whiskey, which... We didn't have to do it all. No, today. there was none of that today. None of that today. <laughs> none of that today. Outstanding day, Bob. It was Thanks a long for, day today, I guess. 
Thanks for Thanks so much us. for putting this together, Bob. Wow. This has been a One Tan Hand production of Sip, Suds, and Smokes, a program devoted to the appreciation of some of the finer slices of life. From the dude in the basement studios, your host, the good old boys, will see you all next time.